Hello everyone, welcome to Sauna I-E. Have you ever wondered how the mental health of broadcasters or people within the media industry, how do they deal and cope with certain triggers of life? How do they deal with family, friends, the limelight, and things of that nature? I have. I've been wondering that. And on this episode, I have an interview with one of my good friends who's in the broadcasting uh, slash media industry. And we discuss her life, her journey, her mental health, and really cover the basis of why she started on down this road of broadcasting. And I think this is going to be a great episode. You guys are going to love this Um so be prepared. Let me just start off the show with some quotes of the day. My first quote is, motivation may get you started, but it takes discipline to keep you going. And that's life. We when, when it comes to something new in our life, we, get, we love the motivation and we get motivated to do it. But it really comes down to, are you going to be disciplined to stay on this road, stay on this journey, stay on this path when times get rough, when... You may not have the time to do this when you get setbacks, you get roadblocks. Are you going to stay consistent and disciplined to keep going where you're headed? Focus on your journey? Or are you going to be like, ah, this is not what I really wanted. It's not what it's shaped out to be. So I'm going to stop. So we love to get motivated to do things, but it honestly comes down to our discipline and our consistency when it comes to doing something. Anything that we're doing on our journey, on our path, when it comes to being a business owner, being a parent, being a boyfriend, being a girlfriend, being everything. It's like we get motivated in the beginning, but it takes discipline the doing the little things on a daily basis to keep us going. So motivation may get you started, but it takes discipline to keep you going. And my next quote is, overthinking is the quickest way to ruin something good. And I know that firsthand because I'm an overthinker myself and I over always overthink anything and everything. And sometimes I ruin something good because I overthink the process, overthink of what's going overthink what's going on. And it's life. We always overthink when it comes to something good. We like, is this meant for us? We have like that imposter syndrome and we got to let that go. We got to let go of the overthinking and just focus on the positive thoughts, focus on the positivity, focus on this will go good instead of focusing on the negative or why me or um, do I deserve this things like that it's like overthinking never solves anything so the quickest way to ruin something good is to overthink we can't overthink when it comes to anything in life when it comes to us that'll ruin that's something good that's supposed to be meant for us but let's get started with my guests my guest is a bicoastal radio and TV host who started her career at the Academy of Radio and TV Broadcasting. After graduation, she quickly landed a slot at iHeartRadio in Los Angeles, engineering for Ryan Seacrest and producing Real 92.3. Real 92.3 is a nice show. She also covered red carpets and movie premieres for, them, for platforms such as the Jasmine Brand and Media Mangi. In 2021, 
She has already been busy with the launch of her new podcast called Be You and her nice show, The Capes Classic Alternative. When not on air, you can catch her hiking up some hill or catching the sunset. But without further ado, let me introduce my guest, Jasmine Knox. Hey. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good. That's good, good. I appreciate you taking the time out your day to uh, come on the show and educate us. Yeah, of course. I'm, just, I'm happy that we're able to do this. And oh, we've yeah. been planning it for a little while, so I'm just happy we get to get it done, you know? Yeah, that's true, because we have been planning it for a minute. We've been <laughs> talking about this, it seemed like, for a year now. I know it kind of has been a year, but it's okay. I mean... Time is, you know, inevitable. We're getting yeah. it done, so that's all that matters. That's facts. I know we both have busy schedules and everything, so mm-hmm. here we are. How you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great today. It was kind of a, a slower day for me, but I've been good. Everything's going really well. That's good. That's good. You out in uh, L.A.? Yes, this is where I reside. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm asking because I'm surprised you didn't like pop up at the uh, Rams parade or something like that. Oh no, um, I wanted to. That would have been epic. I had to work, so um, none of us really was at the parade at all. I think we had someone go out and get coverage, but um, no, I didn't make it down there. Did you make it down? No, I didn't. I was. I already yeah. knew it would have been crazy trying to get around and maneuver and everything. So I was like, let me just watch on TV. Yeah, it would have been it would have been crazy. It looked like it was a cool turnout though. The last time I went to a parade, a parade was when the Lakers won. I want to say it was back in like um, I want to say maybe like twenty, um, maybe like twenty eleven or no, no before then. I think it was even before that actually, maybe like oh seven or something. It was a long time ago, but that was the last time I had went to one of the per- teams' parade, and it was actually a lot of fun. Okay, I think that a was lot of fun. The last one I went to, too, like, parade-wise, when it came to, like, a sport, it was, mm-hmm. like, so, yeah, the Laker went on, I, I know which one you're talking about, I just forgot what year they won, but I mm-hmm. went to that one as well. But overall, That was epic. Yeah, so, that's why I was, like, just checking, because I know all the L.A. natives went out to the Rams parade and went <laughs> I was, like, oh, I know you might pop up there and show your face. I would have loved to, but no, I didn't make it down. That's good. Uh, what are you doing for work right now? Um, I'm working at ET right now, so I've been there. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun actually. I've been there since um, August of last year, and I'm a talent assistant, um, working with one of the main hosts of the show. So it's been great. It's going on really good. I'm learning a lot. That's good. That's what, that's what it's about when it comes to a job: learn, mm-hmm. learning instead of earning. Yep. How's the year been for you? The year thus far, I mean, it just started. Um, and I would say so far it's been good. I feel like January itself was kind of slow for me. I think I was still in like holiday blues. <laughs> no, seriously. I was like, I don't know what's going on with me, but I cannot get it together. Like I didn't get back into the gym until February 1st. Mm. Um, just like doing, I just felt very lazy. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. And it's not really like me, but I just felt really just comfortable with doing absolutely nothing. Damn, that's crazy because I've been like I've been feeling that way too, especially all throughout January. It's like you had that twenty twenty one hangover. You're like, all right, I need this yeah. month to like rest and recuperate. No, seriously, I really feel like the new year 
didn't really start for me until February. <laughs> January was still 2021. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but it felt like a 2021 still. That's so, true. yeah. So far, it's been, it's been okay. It's been, I would say so far, it's been kind of uh, a little lazy, but it's starting to pick back up. That's good. That's good. Uh, yes. You got any plans for this year? Um, the only plan I have mostly is just uh, traveling more. I uh, want to definitely go to different places. I got my passport back in 2019 and 2020 hit and, you know, pandemic, of course. So I've really been out to go anywhere that I wanted to travel to. I, I was grateful. I mean, I had the privilege of traveling with work recently, which was awesome. But I want to go to Bali or go mm. to Paris or um, even Spain. So I want to travel more. Oh, man. I love Bali and Paris. That's where I, that's on my list as well. What made mm-hmm. you want to? What makes you want to go to Bali? I'm just really obsessed with like the scenery and the and the greenery and stuff. People that I've um, spoken to have been to Bali before. It just talks about how peaceful it is and how it's just like a like a permanent state of zen. And that's where I okay. want to be at. You know, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah. It just looks oh, yeah. gorgeous. Have you been before? I haven't been yet, but like you said, it's, I've seen the pictures and the greenery and everything, and I'm like, it's on my list. Like, mm-hmm. it's in my top five places to visit, so I plan on getting there sometime either this year or next year, for sure. Yeah, I, I second that. I mean, if it doesn't happen this year, then it has to happen in 2023. It just, <laughs> it just has to. Most that. Won't you uh, plan to go for your birthday or something? That, you know, I've actually been planning to go for birthday a few years ago, and it's like everything always comes up. Um, every single year since 2018, something has came up in April to prevent me from not going. So this year, um, I know it's like, it's tripping. I'm like, maybe I probably shouldn't be going to Bali. <laughs> um, but uh, this year, um, I will be doing something just more local. I'll probably be going to um, Cancun or Tulum like later, probably like in May or um in June, but in April, unfortunately, I can't travel. I have some health things to take care of. So, oh, I got you. I got you, man. I might have to tag along on that trip wherever we go. Let me know. Yeah, we might have to plan it because I both my birthdays are in April. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, I forgot. I don't know if yours is before or after mine. I'm before you. I'm, a, I'm an Aries. Oh my gosh. And you don't, okay, <laughs> you did not bring me on the show right now to disrespect. My okay? bad. I, <laughs> I didn't mean to come you like that. We can go in about you, Tauruses, okay? We hey, can go in if yeah. you want to. <laughs> All we do is bring peace. Oh, okay. <laughs> you are uh, the 24th, right? No, I'm the 20th. 20th, ah, oh, okay. Kind of close. Yeah. yeah. I'm a mixture of both, but. Yeah, Taurus and Aries is a different story. Mm-hmm. My sister's the 22nd of April. So, so yeah, I, oh, yeah I'm been around you a lot. <laughs> yeah, she she's the realist. Okay. But you need help with anything like as far as this year or this month? Any goals that you have planned for yourself? You're like, oh, I need help getting spreading the word about my podcast, spreading the word about any adventures that I'm getting to in, into? Not as of yet, but um, I would say soon, and I'll I'll keep you updated on that. As of right now, I'm still putting things together, but pretty soon I would definitely would love a word of mouth about something that I'm working on. Most definitely, that's yeah. that's the thing about you too. I've noticed like you're always got your hands into something when it comes to the inter- entertainment industry. You're always working on something or grinding for something, which mm-hmm. uh, which is very inspiring too. Because I'm like, damn, she never stopped working. I'm like, <laughs> when, when did she get a break? And it's like, 
you can't stop, especially I think you you're on a mission to um, ele- elevate yourself on a daily mm-hmm. basis, and it's like it's very very inspiring watching what you do and how you do it and the journey that you've taken from where you started to where you're at now and then where you're blossoming to. I'm like, damn, I gotta keep get on her page. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Well, so much. I mean, but but you're but you're doing it. I mean, come on now, like your podcast has been booming for a few years. You know, yeah. like so, I'm, I'm proud of you too. I think I think you and I both, um, we've came a long way, and you, you know, it just it doesn't stop. It seems like it's never going to stop too. Yeah, you know, it's like a never, it's like never ending. But it's like what we signed up for at the end of the day, right? Exactly, exactly. What what or who inspired you to pursue to get into that uh, entertainment industry? Um, I would definitely say just growing up and watching One Six and Park and TRL, that had a huge impact on me. Um, I'm a big fan of music. Mm-hmm. And so being able to talk on live television, to be yourself and talk about music, I think was just like a double whammy for me. I really enjoyed that. And um, I've also liked radio a lot, too, growing up listening to like Big Boy, Angie Martinez out in New York. Um, Wendy Williams too out of New York. They have in, had like a huge influence on my life as well. Just having those one-on-one connections with a lot of the artists, I just find it very fascinating that you can just get on the mic and just talk crap for a living, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you, sometimes the things you say, like you can just say a lot of BS and then get away with it, you know. Yeah. So that that's always been very interesting to me, and um, I wanted to do that, but you know, I. I didn't realize I wanted to do that up until I would say um, probably like my senior year of high school. And even then when I, when I graduated high school, I didn't even go straight into like broadcasting. I went straight into sports medicine. Cause like I was tied between pursuing my goals in, in the entertainment aspect or as an athlete, because I wanted to do both. And that's always been my issues. Like I try to do everything at one time. Like, yeah. so, um, it's, it's always been part of me, but I didn't really go for it, go for it until a little, like after, like, um, sometime in college, I had to end up switching my majors over and I was like, okay, I'm going to go all in for entertainment. And I just stopped doing the sports thing. What made you go all in on entertainment? I just felt more relatable to that. And, um, I feel like it, it, it was more easier for me. I, I feel like with sports medicine, um, it wasn't as fun, and the schooling okay. for it was a little longer too. And I'm like, I'm not <laughs> trying to do that. I mean, let alone when I was back in high school, I was already trying not to be in school. I was partying all the time. So, yeah, I was like, you know, let me just go where it makes sense. I know I could thrive, whereas it doesn't feel like a job, you know? Yeah, most definitely. It's like doing something that you love doing and you won't get tired of. Right. So, right. So, I guess so. you'll never have. Mm-hmm. Glad you pursued it because I plan on learning a lot from you, and I've learned a lot from just watching it on the outside. I'm like, I'm proud of everything you've accomplished. Thank so you. Thank you. Thank you. Got you. bigger plans on the way. I know this year is going to be a great year for you. And I'll be here helping you along the way. I appreciate that. Thank you. Most definitely. What is a passion of yours that nobody really knows about? Um, hmm. I don't really talk about it too often. I think a couple people may know this, but... I would say just about opening up an orphanage. I've always wanted to be of some kind of service to children who didn't have parents growing up. Yeah. Um, 
so weird. I think one reason why this this influenced me or gave it like a huge impact on me was watching like Mike with Little Bow Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, okay. First of all, let me just kind of like um, go off course a little bit. I was a huge Bow Wow fan going growing up. I mean, who wasn't? But it, it was serious for me. And um, yeah. watching that movie was like, oh, like, oh my gosh, that was just so cute. I can't. I, I guess I didn't see that other side of kids who don't have that same love at home that mm-hmm. I get to have, you know. And um, I, I, they just always kind of like had like a weight on me. So I actually didn't grow up with like a, a mother and a father with both parents in the household, just a mom in the household. Mm-hmm. So um, just have just providing some space for children to really, you know, live and have a good environment, a safe environment where they feel comfort and love has always been passionate about me. I'm actually very passionate about children. I just don't talk about it much. I love that for real because I feel like we need more orphanages and places for um, kids and just overall just a placement for them like yeah every kid needs love growing absolutely kids that don't grow up in a loving home they end up having chaotic adulthoods not knowing Mm -hmm. what love is and they're so against fighting um they fight against anything that's loving Mm -hmm. so it's like I love that that you want to start our orphanage and really show the kids love like yo there's people that love you there's somebody that loves you just because you've been in the system for however long you've been through different household after household like at the end of the day there's people that still love you and care about you no matter what you've been through or no matter what happened in your life it's like we got to show love and I I like that like I did not know that myself I'm like oh she's passionate about kids I was like okay yeah you know (laughs) yeah I mean it's so weird because I think like if you probably like don't know me, you wouldn't you wouldn't get that. Like, if you hang around me, you're probably like, oh, Chelsea doesn't like kids at all. Because I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I love, I really do love kids, but I'm the type where like I have a niece right now who's three, and I love the fact that I get to just borrow her and give her back. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't want to have kids. 24 7 right now. You know, I do want kids of my own one day, God, if it's your will. Um, but I'm just like, you know, I, I think it's because I'm just so driven, like back to take a step back about me and just really striving for my goals. I don't really think about kids of my own as of yet. So like when I am around my friends with their kids, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll play the whole like God, mommy, and auntie role. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm done. Like, don't give me like three hours. I'm out. Like, I don't have time. I made them a priority at the moment, but I really, truly, deeply love kids and I just want the best for kids I really do I feel like um uh, I think back in like high school and also in junior high when you know we, we would see some of our classmates have to um they get like special treatments at lunchtime you know they have like this program for like if you if your parents didn't make enough money so you get like special treatments or like you know you're on this food program to get food and I think about that stuff because I don't know. I don't really know the situation back at home. And sometimes kids are very standoffish and isolated and introverted. And we don't really know why they're like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be like a protective mechanism. So I just always think about like just wanting to provide um, a free space for kids to just be themselves freely, you know? Yeah, like a YMCA. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I feel you on that too because I've been through that now looking back during middle school, high school, elementary, and just really just thinking back like, dang, there were some kids that were like standoffish, isolated, and there were kids that was on like a food program. Yeah. There were kids that didn't have a father growing up in their house or a mom growing up, or they would grow up with their grandparents. And it's like, you didn't know all that. But now that you look back and reflect, you're like, dang, 
Steven didn't have nobody in his household like that, mm-hmm. but we I thought he was fine. We was cool, but there's stuff that kids deal with on a different basis when it comes right. to not having their parents in the household or they put on a smile in front of their friends at school, but when they get home, it's all traumatic and chaos that they don't want to even be at home anymore. They just rather be out until the streetlights come on and so they can just go home and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot that like kids do what they don't talk about. And I think like having like a safe haven where it is either it's an orphanage or YMCA or somewhere where they can come and vent how they feel or what they feel. So they don't have to carry that on with them all throughout their school years. It's like perfect. Uh, yeah. And I also too, um, to piggyback on what you're saying, kids, a lot of kids who don't know what's going on with their classmates are so mean. <laughs> like, oh I could gosh. give you stories oh about my. some bullies, man. And I would just feel so yeah. bad because I, you know, I wasn't in a position to where like I can really stand up for them, even though there was some cases where I would, but I mean, like how much can I do? I'm like equivalent to them, you know? So yeah. um, I think about that as well. Like, I feel like so many kids are quick to like pick on someone or clown them for, not having this or acting this way, not knowing what the, what's going on, and and I and I um I don't blame the person that's doing the bullying entirely, only because I don't know what they're experiencing at home to make them act this exactly. way. So it's just it's it's chaotic. But kids, some kids can be very mean. So yeah, I just want to create space yeah, for that. That's so true. I was this is crazy that we came up on the subject of kids because I was literally reading this story today. I don't know if you read it around. It's like the story that's floating around about this kid got bullied and whatnot and then he ended up taking his life and whatnot. I'm like, yeah, that that hurts the most because... Yes, it does. It's like, we, like, like you said, we don't know what bullies, what goes on in their household either and sometimes that's just their way of projecting what they're feeling at home maybe they have an abusive parent or something like that and so they get to school and want to start abusing the kids around them because they don't have love and they think that's the way of expressing love or that's the way of they're expressing their love to get love from their peers instead of knowing like yo you're abusing somebody else's mental health or emotional health and that Mm -hmm. eventually leads to some kids going to depression or some kids really taking their lives and not knowing because they just want it to end and it's like we have to teach more love with within the kids especially in the households that we don't we don't know about when it where bullies come from because i believe like households that have abusive households chaotic households or traumatic Mm -hmm. households they that's where like bullies are formulated and they go on into adulthood still doing acting certain ways and not really talking about that or really get into why am I like this? Why am I mm. bullying this kid who has done nothing to me, but I just feel like it's perfect to pick on him because I get the laughs and jokes from the people around me. And it's like, it can't be that way. You have to, we have to teach kids to, it starts with love and anything Absolutely. And you do, love and care for the people around you and the kids and your peers around you. Cause you never know what somebody's really going through. Cause everybody's going through their own silent battles that they don't want to talk about. And maybe that one day that that kid just bullies them and they just, the other kid just loses it. Yeah. So yeah. It's it, a scary thing. <laughs> it's deep. It deep. <laughs> I'm like, man, we can, we can go about this all day. I know. But um, is, is there like any advice you would give to anybody that's pursuing a career in entertainment or broadcasting? Yeah, I would probably just say my, my first advice will be uh, have tough skin. Oh. Number one, have tough skin because this business is not easy. 
and um, it, it can it can kind of you know be a huge weight on you when you don't see results right away. So I would say have tough skin, and also um, don't take anything personal. It's also an agreement in uh, Dom Miguel's Ruiz uh, book for agreements. Don't take anything personal, but it's a real statement in this business as well because a lot of things that happens is not necessarily anything to do with you. It's just how the business works. So um, I would say tough skin, don't take anything personal. And also I would add to that is just to keep on going. Just don't give up as cliche as that sounds, but yeah. No, that's, that's facts. That's the, that's the biggest thing too. Like never give up. Don't take anything personal have tough skin. And that's just any, Thing that you're anything in life that you're pursuing that you got to have like not uh-huh. take anything personal you got to have tough skin and you can't give up just because you get a thousand no's a million no's like you never know that next that next person might be that yes that you might need so right like staying consistent on it no matter what you hear like yeah everybody's gonna say no get that tough skin for when they say no I'm like okay thank you i'll see you in the future and you'll be looking back like damn i should have said yes to them because mm-hmm. now look at them where they at so so yeah I think I think having tough skin is um really vital because, I mean, not not just because you may not see your results right away or anything, but like you you're gonna get criticized. I think some people don't really know how to take criticism well, and they're not even realizing that that criticism is not meant to hurt them, it's but to help them be better, you know. Yeah. And some people just don't want to hear it. I think I think sometimes the lines get blurred when it comes to like, um. The difference between like not taking advice for anyone and believing your own thing and just going your own way of doing things that versus someone trying to help you and giving you feedback. I feel like those lines get blurred just a tad bit because even though, yes, you should still continue to pursue your dreams, but you definitely should be open to feedback and willing to take it because sometimes that feedback is there to help you, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think sometimes people kind of like their own growth because they're not willing to let down their guard and just grow based upon what one person has to say that could be beneficial, you know? Yeah. That's true. Like, and it goes back to what you said. Don't take anything personal. It's like yeah. anything somebody's trying to tell you is maybe he's trying to help you. And you got to see it with an open mind. You can't be like, oh, no, nah, this is my way of doing things and I'm going to stick to this way. But it's like, no, you can't certainly be that way because somebody's trying to give you some knowledge or some game. You can mm-hmm. utilize that information for yourself and not really take it any other way. Right, right. But trust me, I'll fail you on that three. Uh, those three. When when was the time that you had to have tough skin? Oh wow! I mean, I would say since I got into this business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, let's see, 2015, 2016, 2017. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of an actual time where, um. I think, I mean, the only thing that kind of comes to my mind immediately is just receiving that no when um, when they were looking for a full-time position Monday through Friday um, here in Los Angeles at one of the hip-hop stations. And um, just kind of like knowing that I it wasn't my turn to get that slot the second time around. I think that kind of was a moment where I was like, okay. It's all right. It's just not your timing yet, but just keep on pushing. I think that moment right there is kind of the moment where I had to kind of check myself and have tough skin because sometimes you kind of get caught up like, and like, dang, like, why not me? But it's, it's not, that's not what it is, you know? 
yeah, it's just not like you said. It's not your time yet. Yeah, it's, it's more. There's more that you have to learn before it is your time. Absolutely. And I think we all go through that in life, where it's like, uh, we want something so right now, and that's but it's like not our time. Everything mm-hmm. happens within God's timing, and we just want everything now. We're so fixed on the instant gratification instead of delaying the gratification or delaying the results of what we truly want, because we have to be probably more educated, get tougher skin in that area, so we can prevail and be at our best when we get when the time is right. Right. Yeah, I completely agree. What advice would you give to high school Jasmine? High school Jasmine was <laughs> out in these streets. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, kind of, but like, uh, <laughs> I would just oh, tell man. Jazz, um, just stay home, study, and keep your head in the books because you're not missing anything. <laughs> Um, I would tell her that I would also probably say that don't worry, you're already qualified. Oh, That's probably a, a big thing I would probably tell her. I love that. Yeah. I love I love that. Don't worry, you're already qualified. Mm-hmm. And that's true. That that is like, damn, I love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> no, seriously. I th- there was moments in high school um and I think with in high school for me at that time I would say it was more so like on a uh, maybe like a personal level not not necessarily like business-wise or professional but like maybe when it comes to like certain men or whatever that I wasn't one probably one of their favorites or something like that yeah. it would it would kind of like messing with me a little bit so yeah don't worry you're already qualified like don't even don't even think about anything. Don't stress it. Don't worry about anything. You're already qualified. So I love that. I'm gonna write that down and use that. Don't worry, you're already <laughs> qualified. Yes, that's that's true. That's like our worry gets the best of us, worrying about everything, mm-hmm. and that really sometimes hinders our growth because we yeah. worry more than we have faith, which is crazy. Because God says, "Walk by faith, not by sight." Mm-hmm. So, but I know that. Thank you for that. Like, yeah, of like, course. I'm using that, highlighting it. The yeah, I mean, story. I mean, put it, put it up in your house. Put it, you know, put it as a reminder. It's me at the gym, whatever it is, pops up. Don't worry, I'm qualified. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's like an affirmation. Like, don't worry, you're qualified. Yeah. And it's like anything that you want to achieve or do in life, you're already qualified for the, for the position. You're just working your way to get there. Exactly. I yeah. love that. <laughs> Would you rather change the past? or see the future? Hmm. I would probably have to say I would, I don't necessarily want to change the past, Mm -hmm. but I would love to go back to the past. There are certain moments that were just really fun and just good times. I would love to go revisit. So I I don't want to see the future. I think I actually enjoy the mystery of the future. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I would probably say go back to the past because the, the only thing that I would do differently is just I would have I just kind of wish I would have been a little bit more into school I I wasn't like what can I say wasn't that I wasn't into school I just didn't try hard enough that's basically yeah, what it is like it wasn't like school like was boring or anything like I enjoyed the classes that that caught my eye and really intrigued me but some of the classes that I felt like wasn't beneficial to me I didn't try hard enough so I just kind of wish I would have did a little more of that so if I could change anything in the past it would just be that 
let's say, because I'm thinking back now, like I'm more of a learner now than how I was right. back, then. back then. I was just like, all right, let me out of school. I'm like over this. Let me get yes. to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Now you're like reminiscing, like, oh, I want to, I wish I would have learned, st- applied myself more in school and everything. Yep. Like, I think it would be cool to say, I made it to honor roll or I'm valedictorian. Like, that sounds amazing. (laughs) Like, like, dang, I wish I could say that. It's crazy. We could have strived for it, but damn. Yeah. Imagine that. (laughs) But you also said you you would live some nights twice. And and I feel the same way, too, especially during high school. I feel like high school was just incredible. Like, during that time, <laughs> like <laughs> during our era, it was like yes. the best, the best time to be a high school in the IE. Like, yes. After that, it was just like a tidal wave, wiped everything out, and everything just became back dull. Mm-hmm. So I know what you mean because I be thinking like, dang, I want to go back to grad night because that was that was it. Grad night was so much fun. I actually uh, went to grad night twice. Oh, yeah. I went, yeah, I went 2009 and I went 2010, and I had fun both times. Damn, must be nice. Must have been nice. Yeah, my friends actually hated me for that. Well, they didn't hate me, but <laughs> like, so um, in case you didn't know, majority of my friends are older than me. They all graduated 09, some 08, and a couple 07. But everyone was been always been older than me. I was like the youngest out of the group. And I do have a few friends, like in my class, whatever. So I remember when prom came around in grad night, I told them, like, I hope you guys don't think, like, I'm not coming because <laughs> I'm there. Um, yeah. And they didn't believe me. And I was like, I'm not kidding. So we had worked it out. My friend at the time, uh, she had left Montclair and went to Colony High School. And Colony High School, I thought like they could do anything over there. They had like a way to where you could invite Man. guests to grad night, which is so weird to me that they even allowed that as an option. But you can invite guests out of other schools to grad night or even just people who didn't even go to your school like or we're in high school in general they had like a certain age limit so um yeah she like she invited me that way and then um I, I was just I made it so uh because like you know they they were in the same school district as Montclair High School District and so we were all like right night together those who went to high school with me and then her at Colony so it just all worked out yeah Colony was Colony was special it seemed like they always had like the special stuff over there they did, right? Like, they always had the privilege to do anything and everything. Anything. They I was like, I went there for the first time. I'm like, how do y'all have a new pool and we ain't got nothing near a pool over here? We got freaking a puddle. Right. You went to A.B. Miller? Or what? Yeah. Ew, that's right. Okay. Um, yeah, it's so funny. I actually, I don't know if you knew this, but I lived in Fontana since <sighs> before, we, before I even went to junior high, actually. And my mom, when we were living in Ontario first, and that's how I met like, most of my friends out there in Ontario, Montclair. And then we moved to Fontana because um, my grandmother lived in Rialto. But my mom just never wanted me to go to school in Fontana district. Like <laughs> no AB, no Kaiser, no, um, no faux high. Like anything in Fontana, she said no. So I was like, okay, what about Etiwanda? And she's like, no. Like you're staying out there. I'm driving you every day to work. Because she had to pass Montclair anyways to get to downtown. So it just worked out. But I say that all to say that A.B. Miller was one of the schools I wanted to go to. And she was just like, it's just too ghetto. It's just so rough. I'm not <laughs> putting you there. Like, it was all these stories. So I got to see A.B. Miller by driving past your school. But that's, that's as far as I got. I never went inside your school before. A.B. was it. Where'd you go? 
I went to Montclair High School. Oh, hell no. Oh, I know. I know. I'm not saying it. <laughs> Listen, I'm grateful for my high school years, but I am yeah. not here to like root and say go Cavaliers. Like, I'm not oh, saying that at all. <laughs> for some reason, I thought you went to Rancho. A lot of people thought I went to Rancho. Yeah, but no. Montclair? Yeah, I went to Montclair all four years. I actually went to Etiwanda my senior year, though. Um, funny story, I had to go to Etiwanda because my last year of high school, I had to take ROP. And um, all the ROP classes at my school were, were full, and the only thing they had available was at Etiwanda High. And it was just so funny because I told my mom, I was like, see, this is why I told you to allow <laughs> me to go to Etiwanda back at the time when I could have because, you know, I was, I was meant to be here, mom. But yeah. yeah. You avoided everything. Right. So most definitely. It's all good. She had your best interests at heart. She did. She really did. And that I think back on it, I understand why she made all the choices that she did. And I'm I love her. Most definitely. Shout out to moms. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like your theme of this year is? Mm, I would probably just say just continual growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of been my thing for the last couple years, and it's been feeling really great to level up just in every aspect of my life. So, yeah, I would just say probably just continual growth, continuous growth. Gotcha. Love that, love that. What is your biggest personal goal for this year? Personal goal? Um, I have two, actually. Uh, One of them is I want to buy my mom a new car. She really needs a car. <laughs> and um, I really, I just want to like surprise her with one. I feel like, my, you know, my parents make so many sacrifices for us all the years. And it will be, it would just feel really good to be able to give back to her in that aspect. Um, and I already like help her out here and there with things. But I don't know. I just feel like getting her a car would just kind of mean a lot to me and her. Because for one, it's like, it kind of like be more so rewarding like damn jasmine like you did that like yes like you, yeah. you're in a position to where you could you could buy her a car yeah. um and also too because i just remember the time when i first got my car and it was like a special bonding moment because i really thought i was never going to get my car and like everything worked out thanks to her because uh like she her co-sign <laughs> so i think it was <laughs> so i think it's just kind of like an intimate like love and appreciation for her um a second personal goal i have is to do the splits no, that sounds oh, crazy, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I can't do the switch for the life of me. And I've been like very, my flexibility has just kind of like went out the window and I'm working very, very, very hard to get it back together. And I want to just be so, 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 so good at doing the splits. Like I just want to be proficient <laughs> and yeah, sounds crazy, but yeah. <laughs> it does. That is so random, but it is it's your personal goal. Have you like tried like doing yoga or anything? I heard that helps with your flexibility. Yeah, I've I've tried doing yoga. Um, I feel like it doesn't help as much. Well, I know that probably they become a little more consistent yoga than it would help a little bit. But so um, I don't know if you ever heard of this thing called myofascial release or fascia I've, in general. I've had heard of it, but haven't gotten too deep with it. Yeah, so fascia is pretty much like. Um, it's like a bunch of muscle tissue inside of your body um, that kind of like over time starts like growing on each other. It actually looks like, um, how can I describe it? Like, 
like you know um uh, i want to say like a spider web but that's not like how how it looks but if you can kind of like picture maybe like wrapping paper like wrapping around your finger or a string wrapping a string wrapping around your finger like a floss kind of thing it's kind of like that like the fascia is just like a lot of tense muscles that hasn't stretched over time and for some reason it kind of causes your muscles to kind of like um contract and like just get really tight so i learned that uh couple years ago when I ran into this doctor who works with a lot of dancers and she taught me all of that stuff and she works on that on, on releasing fascia so it's like a real thing but like and it's a very simple step they pretty much just kind of do a lot of like it's, it's like a little massage but it's a special technique that they do and I kid you not X that helped me a lot when it came to releasing my hips because that's what my main problem is my hips are very tight mm-hmm. so that really really made a huge difference and um when I just did like more research on it it's it's just pretty much myofascial release is really helpful for um like misaligned like parts of your body or like maybe your hips being like off or um I'll probably see pictures later like on Instagram or something but it's 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 a, it's a very popular technique. It's not often talked talked about but I bring that up to say that I think a combination of that plus yoga like instantly in no time, I think I will be doing the splits. Well, well definitely. Uh, yeah, send me that. I want to learn more about it. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It's like, it's, it's a real deal. And I think I actually found, it's been hard to find people who, who specialize in that, but I found someone in the Atlantic part actually that I'm trying to make an appointment with soon. Most definitely. I ain't gonna lie to you. I stood up and started stretching myself. <laughs> We don't, we don't stretch like we, like we should. We should really be stretching every single day. And I used to be really good at it. But over time, you just get lazy. But we should be stretching when we wake up in the morning and before we go to bed. That's facts. I think and after more, workouts. Yeah, I think my only problem would be going work, stretching before bed. Because I, I stretch when I wake up. I stretch before the gym. I stretch after the gym. Okay. And that's, that's really it. That's my, I'm done stretching by noon, <laughs> basically. Well, that's actually pretty good. That's a, to me, it's okay. not bad. I mean, if you do that consistently every day, I feel like that's not bad at all. Most definitely. All right, I'm on the right track then. And I try to do like <laughs> sounds better to, than me. <laughs> I try to do like some yoga at the end of the night, like whenever I can. All right, let me do some yoga, like the child pose and all that stuff, like really mm-hmm. stretch my back out and things like that. Very helpful though. Yoga is very healthy for you. I like yoga. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get deeper into it. I'm a, I've been wanting to take a hot yoga class. Oh, you have to. If you haven't, if you've never done it before, I recommend anyone um, to try it out. It's really, really rewarding. Like, if, if it's so amazing. It's so amazing. <laughs> it takes sure. a lot out of you. Yeah. But it's like, it, it like rejuvenates you at the same time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. For sure, for sure. What is something that you're proud of just overall? I'd probably just say just as, as far as I've, I've come thus far, like my career and everything, um, I took a leap of faith and moved at my mom's house a few years back. And I told myself then um, I'm never coming back home. <laughs> so I'm really I'm really proud of the fact that I've been able to maintain that and continue to just work really hard in my career. I'm not exactly where I want to be as of yet, but I'm I think I'm doing pretty well. Okay, got you, Hey, that's what that's what it takes too. When you just tell yourself you stick to that that promise, like I'm not coming back home, only mm-hmm. to help moms out, but I'm not coming to move back in. Cause exactly, I got to stand on my own two feet. Mm-hmm. 
Most definitely. What's something you never get tired of doing? I never get tired of watching Martin. <laughs> Martin. <laughs> I love Martin. I think I might be a little too obsessed if that's even an option or a thing to be obsessed with Martin. I mean, who who's not? But I love Martin. I think it's still funny to this day. And every time I watch it, I'm laughing. Man, I fucking love Martin. I haven't seen Martin in a minute. I got to get the DVDs. You haven't? What? I mean, I think you can watch it now on streaming platforms. It's also... Yeah, right true. now it's on Amazon and I think it's on HBO Max, but yeah, um, it's just so good. I really like putting it on at night before I go to bed. This is like random, right. but I feel like I really believe in energies being like transferred and I try not to watch anything like too, too gory or too intense before I go to bed. So I, I put a Martin and it, put, it make, makes me happy. <laughs> no, trust me, I feel you. Um, like this, that's the same way. Like, like you said, get off the energy, that funny energy, that happy energy, versus like you said, watching a true crime documentary or something like that. Mm-hmm. That nature where you like, uh, giving off bad vibes and whatnot. So, uh, trust me, I feel you on that. But I most definitely have to go check out Martin. Off the top of your head, do you know your favorite episode? Oh yeah. Um, when Martin and G- not Martin, when Gina and Pam compete against each other. To be um, Biggie's backup dancer. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, man, I really like the part. I don't know if you remember that episode clearly, but it's it's when Biggie like first comes over, or whatever, and um, that's when Gina finds out like, oh, like he's there to looking for a backup singer, and then so the next day when he comes back over, she comes on that bright blue dress and have her nerve to be like. <laughs> cleaning around the house and humming and stuff and break out dancing like that part is so hysterical to me i know exactly what episode you talk about so hysterical that is replaying in my head as as we speak (laughs) good old goodness good old martin what is what did you like to do as a kid Well, one thing I, I really enjoyed doing was playing with my Barbies. I had a lot of Barbie dolls. Mm-hmm. And um, my sister and I would, like, <laughs> we would always compete, like, who had the most dolls, who had the better dolls, and to the point where we would be, like, breaking off each other's dolls and stuff. So I think that's one thing that I really enjoyed was just collecting that stuff and playing with them. Um, I also really enjoy, like... A lot of like covering books, my Lisa Frank covering books, and and watching Nick almost every show on Nick Junior. Oh man! Like Franklin, oh. Little Bear, um, was a bear in the big blue house. Art, like yeah. Arthur, it wasn't on Nick Junior, but Arthur was one of the TV shows I loved watching. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds like my my childhood. Like action, <laughs> action figures as well. And watch like Nick Jr. PBS. Uh, mm-hmm, PBS. If, I don't know if Disney started up then. I forgot when Disney came around, but all those Cartoon Network and everything. So I catch the drift. Oh, what wait. Speaking you? of action figures, not to cut you off. Sorry about it. No, you good. Speaking of action figures, I did like to play with um, a lot of wrestling figures. Like I was, I was, I know this is random too. I'm a very random person, but I was a huge fan of WWF. So I had all of Generation X like <laughs> toy figures, oh, and I had a king as well. And it was a serious deal. I'm telling you, like 
Yo, serious. You just, you just went up a whole new level in my book. I was <laughs> like dead ass. Me and my cousin was obsessed, obsessed with WWF, like from the toys to trying to do the wrestling moves. Yep. Always watching it, like not, not missing one show at all. Mm-hmm. We did it all. That's crazy. Were you a bigger fan of SmackDown or of Raw? Ooh, um, I believe it was Raw. Ooh, SmackDown for me on Thursdays. That was, yeah. I think because Raw was just like, I feel like they had more, they had more, more wrestlers on, on Raw mm-hmm. than SmackDown. So, but for sure, that's that's very random. I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. What do you, what brings you peace? Being at the beach, I absolutely love the beach more than anything. It's like a safe haven for me. Um, just the sound of the waves and feeling that like fresh air hit my face. I'm just obsessed with it. It's really somewhere I have to go run. I like to sit and meditate. I like to just kind of like just be at, just be still at. So I would say the beach is a place for sure that brings me peace. Most definitely. What brings you joy? Don't laugh. <laughs> I'm already laughing. <laughs> Why would you laugh when I said don't laugh? Because you know when somebody tells you don't laugh, that's the first thing you start doing. Like, oh. I mean, I guess um, donuts. Okay. Don't I? I know it sounds random, but I'm a really big fan of donuts. I actually had one this morning, and it was the first time in about like two and a half months because I had to give myself breaks because I'm really crazy about them, and I literally started like doing a happy dance, and yeah. <laughs> That that brings me joy. I would say spontaneous and random trips somewhere, like a random like, oh hey, what are you doing? Let's go to this place. Let's go eat. Let's go down to Temecula. Like that stuff right there just brings me joy. I, I like that. Random random trips always mm-hmm. always joyful. What's your favorite donut? Oh, goodness, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a glazed twist, and then I'll okay. probably go with the maple bar after that. Touche, touche. <laughs> you put me on the spot. I felt really like, <laughs> I felt honestly feel attacked. <laughs> I felt like it was like a wrong answer somewhere. <laughs> no, no, you're good. I mean, maple bars, maple bars always top on my list. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was just asking because I'm like, uh, she like, oh, well, I only go to Krispy Kreme or I only go to LA Donuts or something like that. Oh, no. And see, I'm not even a huge Krispy Kreme fan. I'm, I'm not really a fan of them at all. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll eat it if someone brings it over, but it's never really my request to go to Krispy Kreme. And when, and when my mother and I would go, because, you know, by the one by the Ontario Mills is 24 hours, mm-hmm. um, I will always get the New York cheesecake one. I will never get their glazed donut. Isn't it fire? Y- yeah. <laughs> That's just incredible. So good. I'm not a fan of their glaze. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah. Most definitely. What's a really happy memory that you have? Um, whew, I have a couple. So one of them is back in 2015, I went to Miami for the first time for my birthday. It was a lot of fun. My friend at the time was interning at uh, Disney World. So um, I flew to Orlando and then we went to Disney World, like every single park. And then we went to Miami and party in Miami, went to live. And it was just a lot of fun. So that was my first trip away like kind of by myself in a sense. Um, and just a party with my friend was, it was a really good time. It was, it's like I was living life. Uh, that was really fun. And then another memory I have, I would say is 
So I think my grandmother was here. She's not no longer with us, but just being at her house and having her um, make me coffee. That's how I actually got into coffee with my grandma, like literally at age five. Um, (laughs) Terrible granny, terrible. But yeah, she would make me coffee and sometimes take me down like the hallway, not the hallway, but like two doors down to her neighbor's house because she lived in the complex. And we'll go to her neighbor, Billy, who were like her best friend and they would play dominoes and checkers together and we would all have coffee and just sit there <laughs> just yeah uh, uh, so real peaceful too mm-hmm. it's a happy memory can't believe she got your own coffee that early that's crazy yeah my mom wasn't too fond of that <laughs> but she ended up i mean what can you say like you, and you're not supposed to leave your kids your that long because you know like at the grandparents house that's where you get spoiled at the most <laughs> that's true they, they let you do anything and everything anything anything it's Man. the best yeah, yeah facts I love my grandparents and miss them. <laughs> oh, man. So, when I say mental health, what comes to mind? Um, I would just, I don't know. I would say everything, like, when it comes from, like, sanity, my feelings, my thoughts, all of that comes to mind when I think of mental health. Just a, a, a variety of, of just moods at one time. Okay. Are you aware of your mental health? Mm-hmm. I am. I became more aware of it around, like, I want to say maybe 2018, so not too, too long ago. But but I forgot what incident happened, per se. I just I was not in a good place, and a lot of things around me was kind of, like, falling apart. Um, and I just felt like I just really wasn't okay. It was, like, early 2018, and I was like, you know what? I, I don't know. I need to talk to somebody because I didn't, I didn't feel like myself at that time. I just really felt like I couldn't really think for myself. I couldn't really focus or function. And since then, I'm really grateful for that time that happened because now I'm way more aware than I have been ever before. Got you, got you. Mm-hmm. So during that, during that time, did you like, what did you do? Did you go see like a therapist? Did you talk to your mom? Or... Yeah, I did. So I went to see, a th- I went to see a therapist. I actually went to the IE to find a therapist because I didn't really want to go to one out here in LA. I know it would have been probably more beneficial because it's closer, but I purposely wanted to go back home because even though I love living out here in Los Angeles. IE is still my home. And I felt like going back would kind of bring more like a comfort feeling. And I also wanted to kind of get out of the space of like the entertainment world. So, um, yeah, I mean, she's still my therapist to this day. And I talked to her and it really helped me to really shift things. I learned how to, you know, change my words saying things out loud really helped me too because you don't really realize when you don't really express what you're, what you're saying or what you're, how you're feeling enough like out loud then you don't really realize that you're really feeling that way you know um, so some of the techniques that she taught me was just a lot of affirmations and um, reminding me just how far I've came and just kind of like changing my perspective it really helped to get it out though because when I kind of brought up to my mom for a second she didn't really understand what I was talking about like she she hears me and she listens but it's more so like she she doesn't get it you know I mean I think a lot of our parents don't get it because they were never taught to really express their emotions and feelings that way so 
it just felt really good to talk to somebody and to just get more clarity on how to, you know, think differently. Yeah, no, I'll tell you on that. I, when you just said that, the song Parents Just Don't Understand pops into my head. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I understand what you mean because it's like it's two different two different eras because during the, her, your mom's era, our parents' era, it's like they grew up and not really able to really talk or discuss mental health. Right. But now, now in our era, in our generation, it's became so big over time. So once we got out of high school, eventually college and everything, it started like mental health started developing and we had more resources to talk about it and it became mm-hmm. more publicized. Versus when our parents were growing up, mental health wasn't really discussed. They just like, oh, you're just going through something or you're just feeling some the type of way you're just mad, you're just agitated, you're irritated or something like that, but not really getting down to the core of why are they feeling this way and telling them, like you said, you saying things out loud helps you out more than just keeping it inside. Right. It helps you out a lot. I mean, you don't even realize it until you actually say those things out loud and put them down on paper, too. I feel like there's so much power in that. And I actually, I wrote in a journal when I was a kid. I had a few diaries. I never thought of it as it being, like, therapeutic. I guess I didn't know what it meant to me at that time. But I thought it was really cool to have a diary. And I would just, you know, talk about my day. And it's so interesting to me that, like, now I journal. And I didn't, like, I almost forgot I used to do that. You know, yeah. um, and sometimes going back to things you used to do as a kid, I feel like is also very helpful and for you too. But I'm grateful that we're living in a day and age to where mental health is being talked about because, like, to piggyback what you said, it wasn't talked about enough or at least at all in our household. And I just think it's just because it just over generations and generations and generations um, of our bloodline. Um, you know, they, they didn't really have a voice or really weren't able to express themselves in any kind of way, even if they tried. And I know there's some people in my family who experience some traumatic moments and when they try to speak up, no one wanted to believe them. So it's just really hard for you to express yourself when someone either A, doesn't believe you, B, is not listening to you, or C, just don't care and telling you you're crazy, you know? Yeah. It's, it's hard. Yeah, it is. And it's like, it's, it's tough, like, because within our culture, we really, like, don't really discuss mental health like that. Mm-hmm. And and it's like, I'm still trying to figure out, oh, and now it's like, yeah, it's starting to get discussed. But, like, I say, back when we was in high school, I didn't really know anything about mental health or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's like we learned about other subjects in school and not really talked about the main core of, like, yo, mental health, it's, everything starts with your mental health. Anything and everything that you do starts in your mind. And right. Why do you Why do you feel like it's like it wasn't discussed in our culture? Um, I just think it's just because I mean I think a little has to do with it with possibly fear, um, possibly of um just like not being heard, like maybe speaking at once and not being heard, and a lot of times just our parents, our grandparents, and their parents just being taught to like hold your feelings in. I think I think a lot of people over the years who have held their feelings in felt more safe to do that. It's safer to keep quiet than it is to express yourself because you because of the fear of being judged and looked at differently and not being heard. I think that's possibly why. And also because too when it comes to our culture, uh, the black culture, I think all all we had, if you think about it, if we go back into time, was like the church. So we 
a lot of us were raised heavily in church or have relatives who were Christians or whatever it is or the, the, the religion is per se. Um, so we always were taught like to pray about it, pray about it, pray about it, pray about it, okay. which you should. And, I, and I'm an advocate for prayer, but the, we never had a comfortable space to where we could talk about it, you know? Um, and I think that's where we, we went left because we went talked about. And it was also interesting to me is when I go back and look at old TV shows, whether it's shows like um, Girlfriends, Moesha, or, or maybe shows that people didn't look like me, even like Seinfeld and Frasier and other stuff, even like Simpsons, there's therapy, there's therapy sessions happening in these TV shows that ha- came out like back in like late nineties, early two thousands. And I never thought of it. Like, I just, I mean, I obviously probably because I was younger and I didn't see it for what it was. I, I feel like I never really heard of the word, the words mental health, but I did hear about therapy and I did hear about psych- psychiatrists or psychology. Um, but if I've also, I think I've always been told or taught that like, oh, if you're seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist, you have a problem. You know, it's never like yeah. you're just going to get help or you need advice or counseling or whatever. It's always like, oh, you have a problem. Um, but just, to, but it, it's very intriguing to me to look back at some of these old TV shows and to know that they're talking about it all along and we just paid no attention to it. Facts. And that's true too. And that's that's the thing too. It's about open up. It's, they think it's a problem if you want to go express yourself or go to therapy. Like therapy's always been like had a negative connotation about mm-hmm. it instead of us really like yo. Therapy is here to help us and find solutions to the problems that we have that other people can help us with. But there's somebody who's educated within this field who can help yeah. us get to get to that core issue of what we're dealing with and what we're feeling. Like you said, you went to therapy in 2018 and you you found out like yo i gotta voice how i feel more i gotta put that out i gotta get back to journaling and journaling was or doing a diary is something i love doing as a kid and i gotta get back to that i gotta do mm-hmm. these affirmations and really build my mental health up on a daily basis and doing the little things that i don't know i need to do but this person who's educated in this field really helped me open up another side of me that i didn't know about mm-hmm. yeah so, didn't know that i needed it mm-hmm. didn't know how beneficial it was I hope it gets talked about way more. I really hope it, it continues to get bigger on a on a larger scale. I think I think right now it's it's really great that it's being talked about, but I feel I still kind of feel like it's not being received enough or as well because a lot of people may want to blame it on social media, like, oh, it's only it's the trend, it's just trendy, it's a trendy thing, but it's not really a trendy thing. It, it's pe- it's the fact that we have this blessing of social media to spread the word, but it's not necessarily like it's a trendy thing. It's a real topic and people all over are getting information and sharing it. And that's why it's becoming so huge, you know? Yeah. Um and I I just hope people who may not understand it just yet or maybe like are our family and, and our grandparents, I hope that they understand that it's just information is being spread now. It's not locked up anymore. Before, it was like we didn't have the information we have we have now or the blessing of having access to so many resources that we do now. So um, I just hope it continues to elevate and expand. Uh, I believe it will continue elevating and expanding. That's why I'm doing my best day by day to really educate people when it comes to their mental health and doing the little things mm-hmm. to advance their mental health because 
we all need help in some type of way and some people Absolutely. really don't like asking for help and it's like shit we're we're put on this planet to help each other out any way we can so yes if you need help ask for help the help is there for you there's people willing to help and put that time out to really help you and really get to what you need done for yourself mm-hmm. so i believe that what advice or do you have for anybody that's dealing with anything mentally i would just say um don't be afraid to speak up and i feel like that's really hard to say because i know it's difficult but if you can somehow reach out to help reach out for help then do so i say don't don't keep it bottled in and um just also know that you're not crazy and you're not different like you're one of us we're all the same person and people will be lying to say they're not going through something you know mm-hmm. i mean it, it for, um, i will say fortunately some of us have the ability to handle things differently than others. But in the end of the day, we still all need each other. We need community and we are here to help. And um, also I want to say like, if there's anyone that is listening and have probably spoken up before and felt like they didn't really get the, they didn't get received well, like don't stop, you know, just keep trying again. Maybe write out how you feel on a piece of paper and maybe hand the paper to somebody else. Like, don't just don't give up on, on silencing yourself. I don't I don't believe in silencing yourself. If you can change something, then do it. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I love that. Oh man, and we gonna we gonna end that 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 segment on just that right there. We are gonna flip it to some fab a fab five um fab five fab five (laughs) (laughs) okay let's do it five five different questions just your top five answers okay just to get my audience get to know you a little bit better i know we just discussed this in the beginning of the show but your top five travel destinations bali um paris australia um Barcelona and ooh South Africa. Okay. Australia is on fire. Uh Barcelona you love. I love Barcelona and the architecture and the food out there is great. Really? Oh, yeah. I can't wait to go see that. Yes, yes. Uh top 5 foods or food dishes. Top 5 foods. And donuts don't count. I mean, it's a food, though. I mean, come on. <laughs> Disrespecting the donuts. No, okay. Um, I probably would go with pasta for sure. Number one, I'm obsessed with pasta. Okay. Um, two would be fish, uh, whether that's salmon, halibut. Um, I'm, I'm, I love fish a lot. Um, let's see. Three would probably be Mexican food. Some real, I know, like some, I mean, like some real authentic, like Mexican food, the real right. deal. Yeah. Um, four, I would probably say, hmm, oranges. I'm a, I'm a big orange fan. Okay. Yeah. I like fruit in general, but yeah, I'm like really big on oranges, oranges and, and berries. Okay. And then, um, Number five. Hmm. Oh, 
I'm probably, I don't know, I'm kind of torn between French toast and macaroni and cheese. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Complete opposites, but I, it's somewhere in there. Got you. Those are like, those, I love French toast and I love homemade mac and cheese. So I know it's tough, tough to, tough to decide, tough to decide. It's so tough. Let's just, yeah, I can't choose, I can't choose one. It's a tie. Bet. Yeah. I'll let you, I'll let you run with that. Okay. <laughs> What are your top five uh, places to eat at in LA? Top five places to eat in LA, I would say um, Takaya, Mexican cuisine. I don't know if they have one in the Inland Empire, but Takaya is one of them. Um, mm, that's just like really stomped me. Um, <laughs> I eat at Takaya all the time. I'm gonna have to try it out. That is that popping. Yeah, I think you. I think you would definitely like it. Um, gosh, I mean, there's so much out here to eat, but I feel like I don't. I, don't, I feel like I kind of eat the same thing over and over. <laughs> but I mean, and by that I mean something that like anyone can get to, like you know, like Chick Fil A or something. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess um, <laughs> No, I want to give you like some top like good spots. So I would probably say Blue Jam Cafe is a really good breakfast spot that I I enjoy. Um, so Takaya Blue Jam Cafe. Let's go with Bossa Nova. That's my joint. Yeah, <laughs> Bossa Nova. I got two more. Um, oh, Creation. How can I forget about Creation? My goodness, um, Creation's actually. I don't know if they're just in LA. I think they're based in LA, but they do have a location. Uh, is it in Orange County? They may have a location at Huntington Beach. Maybe not, but yeah, they're mostly in an LA. Creation is a organic juice and food spot. So delicious. So, they're expensive, but it's worth <laughs> it. I mean, I I just I give them my money anytime. It's <laughs> I know I really do. It's bad, but I'm like here, take it because it's just so healthy for you and it does a trick. And I know that sometimes a lot of organic foods can be like bland, but theirs theirs is not like it's perfect. So they have it all over LA. Okay. Um, that's like yeah, one of my top spots. I don't know how I forgot creation. And I'm trying to think of the last place. Hmm. Um. I'm probably probably have to say Doolin Soul Food. Okay. Yeah. Doolin, Doolin's. There's one in South Central, and there's also one in Inglewood. There's another spot too, but yeah, Doolin's. They give you like this huge big plate of like soul food. Like they go Sunday dinner or Thanksgiving, like, stuff like okay. that. Yeah. But I'm gonna have to try all. <laughs> I'm gonna just go food out in the one weekend. You have to. De- you definitely have to try Takaya and Creation. I think those two in particular you will really enjoy. For sure, for sure. Takai is top of my list. Got you. What is your top five places to visit in LA? Let's say somebody was coming here for their first time in LA and they like, I got to see the most, the top five places out here. What, in your opinion, what do you think they would be? Oh, man. I really hate to admit this, but I feel like I'm the worst person to ask this. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, so number one, you have to go to Venice Beach. It's a staple. It's like, you know, I mean, unfortunately, it's not as like 
great as it used to be yeah. pre-COVID, but it's just somewhere you have to, you have to see Venice Beach. It's historic. Um, Santa Monica Pier, which is kind of like two and one, I guess, because they're right next door to each other. Um, hmm. Like go to all the, the, the grit. <laughs> what'd you say? Uh, you said basically go to all the beaches. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> the Griffith Observatory and Las Feliz, um, where that. you can go see all the stars and learn about the planets and stuff. That's a really nice place to go to. Um, where else? Where else? Where else? probably say Beverly Hills like the, the Beverly Hills sign and the uh, what's that popular street can't even think Rodeo Drive Rodeo. just to yeah. kind of, yeah just to kind of see like what it's like um I would also say Inglewood go to Market Street and look at the different shops over there yeah. how many am I, am I on four or am I on no, I mean, I mean, if you want to combine Venice and Santa Monica, then you, then you have four. But if not, you have five. Yeah, we'll we'll combine Venice and Santa Monica. I feel like they're kind of one and the same. So Venice, so like Santa Monica and Venice. Um, I said the Hollywood sign, the Beverly Hills sign, and Rodeo Drive. The fourth one was Market Street in Inglewood, and for the fifth, hmm. spots down there it's crazy yeah i mean there's so many spots i'm trying to figure like like what takes like more you know what's more important like part part of me wants to say the fryman trail but like if you're not a hiker there's no point in going to fryman like there's really no point of going there if you want to just come to la just to see la um trying to think of something else that's in la that's actually pretty good to go to um I would just probably say, like, if you can, try to catch a game out here, whether that's, like, a, Ram- a Rams Facts. game, uh, a Laker game, Dodger game. Like, I think that that's a huge deal. Like, yeah. try, to, try to come when there's, like, something going on out here. Like a sports event or something, yeah. 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 You, got, you got to check out a game. Absolutely. Like it's a whole different atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Rams. They just won to the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> so, most definitely – Last question on this list. What are five things you can't live without? One of them is chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you didn't see that coming. Um, I did it. <laughs> um, chapstick. Wow, this is so hard. No one's ever asked me this. That's what I'm here for. Get you oh, thinking. my goodness. Um, my crystal bracelets. Okay. Um... Hmm, water, definitely can't live without water. Um, music. Where would I be without music? <laughs> like, I can't even imagine not being listening to rap music. <laughs> Particularly rap, but I mean, because that's what I'm mostly into. Um, and then for the fifth thing, my mom. My family. I can't live without them. I got you. I, I love those. I'm, I'm surprised you said chapstick, though. <laughs> I can't live without chapstick. I don't want to even imagine life without it. 
<laughs> I got you. I got you. Down to our final two questions. You said it was final last time. No, I'm saying that's that's a final for that 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 five oh, Okay. But I'm talking five girl. Can, can I do this? <laughs> I'm playing. Like, trying to rush off. I see. No, I'm not. I'm just messing with you. No, I got you. Um, what kind of impact do you want to make? Mm, I definitely want to make a huge impact. I want to be legendary. Um, I, my goal is just really pretty much just being a role model to a lot of women of all backgrounds, but even more so Black women, um, to know that they can have space in the industry that I work in and that their voice can be heard. Um, there's a lot that I want to do even on a bigger scale when it comes to like creating like rec centers or even open up businesses like a coffee shop or something in the IE. There's a lot of things I want to do to give back. So I just want to make a huge impact on like where I'm from and, and what I represent and just to be a role model to others that they can do the same thing that I'm doing in any lane that they're in. I love that. Uh, I love that for real. I'm gonna mm-hmm. help you any way I can whenever you get started with these. And I'm I'm the same way. I want to get back to the IE as much as I can. Yeah. So I want to so bad. I have a lot of I have a lot of research and studying to do before I do that. But I, I, that's definitely a goal of mine. Um, before my time expires on this earth, is to get back to the IE. Most definitely. Last and final question: Where can my audience find you? On all social media platforms, Jasmine Knox. So on Instagram yep. and Twitter is Jasmine Knox underscore. And then if you're going to type in Jasmine Knox on Facebook or YouTube, you should find me there. Got you, got you. Most definitely. Man, this interview low key blew by. I'm looking up like, I can't believe it's already been an <laughs> hour. <laughs> this like, was fun. Yeah, I'm, most definitely. I enjoyed it. I, I didn't know what to expect, but I prayed before we started because I was like, yo. Heavenly Father, bless us to be a great interview. And we we had one. For we had a great was, one. Yeah, because I was nervous. I'm always nervous before I interview somebody. I don't know why. I'm just like, I guess because I always want to be so perfect and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, but. Listen, you're not alone there. I, I feel like I'm the same way. And I think a lot of people are too. They just probably won't admit it. But yeah, yeah. it's just like after it to me, it's like after you get past like the first like question or like break the ice you kind of feel a little better but like it's always like those jitters in the beginning yeah yeah so true like, <laughs> first two first few questions they that y'all both get comfortable now you're like all right now we're having a casual conversation right <laughs> definitely but i do appreciate you taking out your time coming on the show as well as educating us i know i might probably try to get you back on before the year is up because it's the your progress and everything that you've done as well as talk more about uh, mental health and your crystals and just everything of that nature yeah let's do it i'm, I'm just happy to be a part of it and i continue to do what you're doing because i mean i i, wa- I do want to say this really quick is the that line that goes um you never know who's watching is the most realest thing ever so i just want to remind you that i see exactly what you're doing even if i don't compliment it or say anything all the time and I think you are doing an incredible job at what you are hustling for like Sonai E like I said it's being branded so great and it's just constantly building and I'm happy to see that you're not giving up on that so continue to do what you're doing because you don't know who else is watching besides me oh, man. thank you thank no you. problem thank you I appreciate that man 